Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their world. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. Leading is branding. This is the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, in studio today with Justin Foster, part of the faculty of the Complete Leader Program. And based in Austin, Texas, Justin believes inside every organization and person is a truth waiting to be amplified as a brand. Along a journey that started on a cattle ranch in eastern Oregon, to 49 states and six countries, Justin has worked with leaders of every sector and industry to discover their truth and convert it into vibrant, relevant brands. Co-founder of the branding firm Root & River, Justin is a relentless and optimistic advocate for unleashing the power of truth and authenticity and the systematic elimination of all that is boring and stale in organizations. He is the bacon guy. Justin, great to be with you today. Hey, Dale. Thank you for having me on. So uh, t- give us a little bit of background into you and uh, what about branding gets you up out of bed every morning, feet hit the floor, ready to go? Well, I've always been, uh, I guess you could say, a geek about human behavior. I, I remember just as a child growing up on the ranch to Uh, moving to Portland to just watching how people behaved and uh, that kind of that um, unofficial anthropology background led me on a journey to being an entrepreneur uh, back in 2003 in a a, a few derivatives and some various organizations until about 18 months ago when we, my wife and uh, younger son and I moved to Austin to just get a fresh start and um, and started uh, just recently in January of 2016 with Emily Sikorsi uh, Root and River, which is a branding firm that helps organizations uh, build a brand around their belief systems. And that has nothing to do with roots and rivers in Texas. <laughs> Not a little the, bit. The, it was the, somewhat, in, <laughs> the background's somewhat great. inspired by that, um, by the idea that nature, na- there's a natural flow that happens in nature. And if you, you tap into it, you... Uh, you can change the world. And I think that's what you hear your question about what keeps me, what gets me up in the morning about branding of all things is we see this crumbling or this erosion of traditional institutions and brands are going to save the world. Now, that seems like a heady thing, but they do. Even if that world that they're saving is an employee base or a small town, look at what Cabela's has done for Sydney, Nebraska. Look at what Tom's, Tom's Shoes have done for uh, poverty and uh, third world countries. You could go on and on and on about the power of a brand. And it gives ideas a home. And ideas need a home in order for them to thrive and flourish. And there's a special place for leadership in a brand that um, is rooted in these ideals that then become manifest in their products, their customer experiences, and their cultures and whatnot. Mm. Our topic today leading is branding. Break that down for us. Help us understand what that means when you say leading is branding. Well, so every positive decision about a brand can be traced back to a leadership decision. Conversely, every brand disaster, whether it be a PR disaster or a, uh, a product failure, can be traced back to poor leadership. Look at um, a, a product recall, for example, in an organiza- any organization 
let's like a like a car company, let's say somebody made that decision that 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 was going to be done a certain way, and it led to a negative situation. That's a poor leadership decision that affected the brand. And no amount of advertising can per, can replace great leadership, and no amount of advertising can fix poor leadership. So that's the root of the idea. Um, it didn't used to be that way. Back in the glory days of advertising, you could have three separate things, and they were distinctly separate. You could have a brand that was built through advertising. You could have a leadership team that was dis distant and disconnected from the employee base, and you could have an employee base that had its own unique culture. You can't do that anymore. They are in concert whether or not a leader likes it or not. Um, another way to look at it, Dale, is that the, the leader's a leader's primary responsibility is to make decisions that allow that brand to grow. And whether that means they're in a financial position, a product uh, position, a HR position, everyone is, everyone is responsible for the brand. And we're shifting away in organizations, away from being product-centric or being process-centric to being brand-centric, which allows for great flexibility in order to adapt in this rapidly changing global world, global economy that we live in today. So when I hear you explain it that way, I, th I think, uh, and the listeners would agree, that it's it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I hear you saying that this is really a paradigm shift in the way that we think about branding and leadership. That is correct. Yeah, and I think that paradigm shift is this, there is no vacuum for branding anymore. They're still very much in what I would call institutional organizations the idea that brand management is an outsourced position to an ad agency or it's a role in an organization. Um, and certainly you can outsource some of the activity of a brand, but everything that a brand becomes is traced back from a leadership decision. And one of the things we like to say is a brand is a monument to what you believe in. So if you only believe in profitability, that's what your brand will be. If you believe in caring for other people, if you believe in building, uh, creating innovative products, that belief system, which lies in the hearts of the leaders, then is manifested in the brand in some way. In short, great brands are the outcome of great leaders. Um, you can't have a great brand without a great leader now. Um, and, you can't, and, and so the role of even marketing has shifted now in larger organizations in particular um, to marketing is the amplification of an existing brand, not the creation of a perception. And we boldly say that the era of pretense is over unless you're selling to people that have a very limited view, of, a very limited access to the marketplace. But if you're selling to someone that has access to friends and the internet and social media, you better have it together related to how you you blend your marketing, your culture, your innovation, your uh, your, 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 your place in the community, those have all got to be integrated into a single strategy. So I'm hearing you say that at no time, like the present, has authenticity and integrity been more important for a business to succeed. That is correct. It's the ultimate differentiator if you do it right. If you do organize around your belief systems, whether you call them values or you call them um, cultural practices, look at Chick-fil-A. Look at Hobby Lobby, look at uh, Southwest. I mean, you could go on and on. Those are organizations that have a doctrine that they live by, and they grow and grow and grow because it's quite simple. Employees believe the leaders, and customers believe the brand. There's belief. 
attached to belief. Without that, it's just a transactional relationship. There's no emotion. Um, there's no entity. It's just an entity selling to faceless customers. Um, and that's not, to me, if it doesn't create emotion, if it doesn't create a connection at a heart level, it's not a brand. It's just an entity. So people are listening, uh, looking for those tools to become a high-performing leader, i.e. the complete leader. And, and you've got three ways for leaders to start thinking this way, that leading is branding. Take us down the road. So, so these, Dale, these three things are um, anyone can do this in an organization. So, so branding, again, everyone has some aspect of brand responsibility. It doesn't matter what your role or title is. So that's the first thing to remember here. And so the first thing, the first thing related to that, or the first action item that you can take is to become more connected to your true self. Um, unfortunately, there's still this leftover 20th century relic of compartmentalization, where being a leader and being a human are separate endeavors. Um, when a person is connected to themselves, it makes, it makes the brand more interesting. I call them boring again leaders instead of born again leaders. They're boring again. They just keep doing the same things over and over again, and they wonder why their brand is stale. So can, you give, us, can, can you give us some examples of what that means to be connected to your true self? What does that so, look like? So, yeah, that's a, so being connected to your true self is, is an understanding about why do you get up every day and go into the office, and why are you investing in becoming a complete leader? Why are, you invest, why are you investing in your growth as a person? Even just the time to listen to this podcast, why? And if it isn't to change the world in some way, and if it isn't to, to influence the lives that you're responsible for, then I would challenge you, you're not a leader, you're a manager. You're just managing processes. So being connected to your true self is having that, the authentic, let's put it this way, Dale, authenticity, which is what every brand wants, springs from authentic people. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know you, and you're not comfortable with you, or you've got um, unresolved issues related to maybe mental health or uh, addiction or relationship issues. How are you going to How are you going to be an authentic brand when you're pretending to be something you're not at work? That's what causes organizations to thrive and grow. Or if they become stale, what causes them to transform is that when leaders then go, you know what? This is who we really are. This is who I really am. And there's something authentic and beautiful and and vulnerable about leaders that are just being themselves. And it's okay and to be a little bit flawed. Absolutely. Messy is beautiful in, in modern society. Now, I say this all the time to my clients I'm coaching, um, which is, you know, authenticity is uh, be yourself, but not too much. Um, <laughs> you, still, you still have a role to play, but it starts with being connected to who you are as a person. And, and again, about what I said before is, is if you don't know why you're getting up in the morning to go do this every day, if you're doing it just because you got a car payment and a mortgage and college to pay for and everything, you're, you're, you're managing, you're managing the slow trod to your own irrelevance. You are not a leader growing a brand, whether it's your brand or your personal brand or your organizational's brand. All right. Next step on this journey. So the second part of it is, is you got to make brand the middle of everything. You got to make it an integral part of strategic decisions and the discussions you have, whether it's an ops review, whether it's an innovation discussion or a cultural event, the brand drives everything. Without the brand, there is no soul. And I love the line from Southwest, which is without a heart, we're ju it's just an airplane. Um, and with, without the, making brand the center of the universe of an organization, there's no 
um, constitutional flow, if you want to call it that. It's just a series of boxes being checked, orders being filled, paychecks being cut and cashed, and they show up to work. So if one brand's in the middle, it gives a true north to every single activity that the organization has. And it's basically this question, is this good for a brand or is it not good for a brand? So could you replace the word brand with purpose? I think purpose is an ingredient of brand. I think if you if if, if, if brand was a box of cereal, brand flakes would be on the front and down the side would be an ingredient panel. And integrity and authenticity and purpose would be maybe the top three ingredients in the brand cereal. Okay. Number three. Yeah. Number three is um, you have you have you got to find ways you can impact the brand. Um, and remembering brand begins on the inside. So there's so many there's a thousand things, thousand things that you could do on a daily basis, collectively all the leaders in an organization from uh, the way that the phone is answered to uh, the onboarding process for new employees to the way that you uh, engage with customers on a day-to-day basis. And really what you're looking for here is you're not looking for process improvement. You're looking for ways to create more delight, to do something remarkable. And being remarkable and creating delight, you can do that every day. Um, and one of the acronyms that I like to use when I'm coaching people is you have your GSD, which is get stuff done, get, get stuff done. You've got your MCW, which is mission critical work. And then the final one is MSH, which is make someone happy. If you can make someone happy, if you can inject a little bit of joy into the daily flow, daily habit as a leader, that will have a greater brand effect than maybe anything else that you can do because you are connecting people to your heart and then you're helping them connect to their work whether or to the purchase if they're a, if they're a client. So you could basically this way, Dale, you connect to you, you put brand at the middle of your strategic decisions, and then every single day you do remarkable things to delight people, your brand will grow and thrive. Mm. Three things to do. Uh, I would say it's simple, but it has to be intentional. That's correct. Justin Foster, we're going to have a few more conversations on the podcast. We look forward to those. We're out of time today. Thank you so much. Any parting words for the audience? No, it starts with you. That's the only thing. It starts with you. If you want to change something, you want to change your brand, it starts with what can you control. And you, at a minimum, you can be a messenger for change. At a minimum, you can say, this is what I see, and you can speak truth. Justin Foster, the company is Root and River. He's also a faculty member of the Complete Leader Program. You can find ways to contact Justin, reach out to him, share your thoughts, uh, feedback on this episode. Uh, look for his contact information in the show notes of this episode. And while you're out there online, would you go to iTunes, subscribe to this podcast, so you get the next episode when we talk to Justin again. Also, rate us, please. Hopefully this conversation has earned a five-star rating and write a review so that more people are able to access this great information that we're bringing to you as part of the Complete Leader Podcast. Everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Thanks for listening to the Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org. 